Hi, Daniel. Welcome back. Hi, Adam. It's nice to be back. Yeah, of course. And uh, today we have to talk no more about your computers rather than long-running action. Actions. Yeah. yeah. Right? You're a huge fanboy of the actions. I'm fanboy of the uh, transactions uh, in the microservices, which is yeah. kind of like a, a never-ending uh, story to, to solve. So uh, it's great we finally have some standardized solution for that. And that's the microprofile LRA. A bit of history, because uh, something interesting happened. So uh, I knew that we are talking about LRA today. It's like, okay, take a look at the um, spec. And uh, what I found is a link to uh, to the Oasis standard. And the funny thing is, the, the Oasis uh, long-running uh, action standard is written by Mark Little. And what's also interesting is, um, I, I attended a conference. Uh, it was, I think, Jack's London. And it was around, I don't know, 2010, 11, something like this. And I remember Mark Little talking about two-phase commit over JAXRS back then. So uh and uh it seems like the uh, you know the his keynote and the Oasis standard was standardized as long running actions in microprofile uh which is actually funny because um yeah I didn't saw the connection until you no know, we talked the, the, the last week so okay actually I know it for a long time and uh this is the LRA long running actions and uh yeah so what's the standard um, about? Maybe I should start, and you will correct me, and then you can you can take over. So um, it is um, as we know, transactions are, are just basic, you know, boring transactions are ACID. It means, and it always boils down to memory. I would say it right. So if you have a, a database, what transactions are about? You you are performing some tasks, and at the end you say commit. And what this commit actually means is that the memory is flushed to persistent store, right? So this is what 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 is always about, you know, how to coordinate, you know, your your cache, your memory with something persistent. And it works. It is I would say if you can do this, we are done. This is the most possible way, the the, the best possible way to handle transactions because it's very simple. This is why I was a huge, you know, huge uh, fanboy of local transactions. The problem is you cannot always do that. That, that's the problem. So if you would like to coordinate two databases, this is where the problem starts to happen because you need, you know, a so-called XA or two-phase protocol. So a protocol which comprises two phases. And um, what, what it basically it uh, is, is that uh, there, there is a transaction manager and it says the first database transaction started to the second transaction started and gets back the the the, the uh, information transaction started then it says be, uh, begin or prepare for commit and then prepare for commit again and uh, what this does is is basically it is like the commit in local transactions without releasing the lock and the last thing is to say commit and this commit releases just the locks and of course there are lots of corner cases because you know what happens if one that didn't answer, or 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 or, or it's just no. The, the the communication is broken. What happens then? So there are a lots of so-called heuristic errors. So heuristic errors means you know, according to our experience, this should be rolled back. And this was uh, lots of funny things. So and LRA LRA is I would say similar thing over ASCII, right? So it is a similar concepts to two-phase commit, but it is uh, really 
nicely integrated with Jaxorus. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really nicely. It's it's primarily integrated with JaxRS. I would say it's it wouldn't need to be over the JaxRS, but but the array is is directed uh, primarily to mm-hmm. it. Uh, but th- there are some others great differences um, against the XA, for example, uh, with the normal transaction. You are when something goes wrong, you are rollbacking back to the state uh, where you started, right? To, to mm-hmm. the exact state. Mm-hmm. But uh, with the with this, if it uh, goes well, right? So this is not always, but in most cases, it happens, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the goal to 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 get to the yeah. starting point. But with this, with this eventual consistency, you know, with this saga pattern, mm-hmm. you, you don't need to actually want to go to the starting point. You may actually want to go into some business state, which you want to achieve if something goes wrong. So it doesn't have to be the state where you started, but mm-hmm. it's desirable state when you want to be when it goes wrong. Exactly. That, that's so, a great so, difference. So, so you can save a lot of, you know, working around with yeah. these things. So actually, ACID is uh, ACID eventually consist no <laughs> atomicity, consistency, isolation, durability. So this is the quality of the ACID. And mm. you're right. If something goes wrong, everything is uh, rolled back, and it is pretending as if nothing would happen. So it's like you know, nothing happened. Everything is rolled back. But um. Even if we would just have one JVM and one JDBC connection and an email, right? So we have already a problem because if we are sending, we committing to database, and committing an email means the the, the email is sent. So actually, there's a trick in two phase commit. You you can you can take one resource and always execute it at the end, and this will still work. But if you have two emails, this is going to be interesting. So um, you say you 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 are sending an email. To uh to the seller, and are sending an email to the buyer, and now you have a problem. It's not no more possible to do this in acid way because emails are not transactional resources. You cannot say unsend an email. By the way, Apple tries to do this in the in the recent mailbox because <laughs> yeah. you can say no. They have yeah, ten seconds time to say please don't send it, but um or or thirty seconds or whatever. So, but uh, usually emails are not are not transactional or. Emails are never transactional. So this, this POP or IMAP protocols, whatever protocols, there, there is nothing about transactions. So now what I like about LRA is they take this into consideration. So with LRA, there will be two transactions. One say send email and the other one will be if something goes wrong, send another email. So I could send you know the first email to the buyer and say, okay, uh, please send, ship me this. And the other one, sorry, don't, don't send me this because I cannot pay. So this is, but this is the only thing you can do from business perspective anyway. So w- w- what I'm saying is, if if done right, LRA is not a replacement for ACID. It is actually, uh, it 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 helps you to model your business logic more properly. Yeah, it's it's a really nice example with the emails. You, you basically can apologize because you always had a problem with that. Wrong, you always so had a problem with that. You know, yeah, some yeah. workers transaction JMS and then send the confirmation. And the trick was always, you know, with CDI transactional events. So uh, the email was always before completion, I think. So it always was sent uh, with uh, with uh, on, on success. So this was my trick, you know. Yeah, yeah. This is what you will solve with the eventual consistency. The way you will send the apology later that it didn't work out as you yeah. wanted. So, so th- this this is nice example. 
it's 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 not the it's not the newest idea. Saga pattern isn't the newest, and uh, uh, even in the databases, this eventual consistency is being used heavily today because this eventual consistency. If you look at it from, you know, on the cup theorem, uh, it's it, it's always a problem of the scalability. So we, you cannot mm -hmm. have the high availability isolation exactly. and and horizontal scalability mm -hmm. uh, at uh, at once. So so when we loosen up a little this um, consistency to. That then we can have a high availability. So uh, that's what even some modern databases are using. I think it's called, uh, it's not base. ACID, it's, it's base. Yeah, exactly. Basic and availability, soft state, eventual consistency. Base. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, that's just the look from the other side when, when you loosen up this uh, uh, consistency thing a little. And exactly as you said, you're actually trying to be closer to the real world. So uh, from the business model point of view, it's actually make a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, it, it makes lots of sense if you s start with it, right? You cannot do this afterwards. So a uh, problem we had back then in projects, you know, as the SOA became popular before even MicroProfile, applications worked well in a single JVM. But then they got idea no SOA, ESBs, everything has to be distributed. So and this was clear that ESB cannot handle XA. I mean, this doesn't even work, you know, with uh databases and, and over soap, forget it. So and and then we ask, you know, the business department, okay, it doesn't work. So what we need to we need a compensative transactions. And they and they said, okay, no way, because we we already specified all the use cases. We have no resources anymore to give you, you know the compensative use cases. But if you start with it, this is very natural because you can say, okay, uh, or give you another example. I was one uh, once in a casino-like project a long time ago, and the problem was uh, the money table. And there were lots of contention on the table because, you know, what I didn't knew, this was an online casino, that uh, the players, if they play, you know, the roulette or whatever, they opened 20 tables, which was crazy for me. It's like, why, why someone would do it? And, and they watch what happens, and all the 20 tables are accessing the account table at the same time. So there's lots of contention on the account table. So um, And the question is, you know, how to be less consistent and you can open more tables. And uh, the idea was, instead of modeling the exact amount of money, we are modeling the transactions. So you only see, you know, money lost, win, loss, win, loss, win. This is append only. So we were less consistent, but more scalable. But at any point of time, we can reconstruct the total amount of money from the table, right? So uh, there's always the you know consistency versus scalability. So there's always a trade-off. I and I wouldn't say that LRA is less consistent because every transaction is a transaction. So the compensative transaction is a transaction, and the how to call it the actual transaction is also a transaction. So they are as consistent as they can be, but the entire process is consistent after all transactions are done. Then even you know the compensation compensation worked or not, so it, it's nothing this is why base, right? Eventual mm. consistent. If this is done, this is consistent. In between, if you look at this, it could be inconsistent because you you, you might see, you know, two emails going out yeah, yeah. and you don't it's, see the it, compensation. 
it's called inconsistency window, right? It's, oh, okay. It, it's, it's that, it's that, little, it's that li okay. little time when when it's not exactly consistent, but we can live with it. Yeah, very cool. So, uh, and how this looks in practice? Actually, really nice. You actually need only one transaction. Uh, sorry, annotations is what I wanted to say. LRA, this is the at, and then you have compensate, compensate and the others, you know, transactions according to the uh, annotations according to the transaction states. And um, and you are basically annotating the uh, the methods, JAXRS method. What's also nice is you get past the context. So from the mm -hmm. coordinator to the LRA. So you get in header, you know, the your transaction ID or whatever it it is, right? Yeah, the, the the context is just like like one ID, but uh, in the LRA it's kind of interesting because this ID actually part of it is it's actually URL. It's it's uh, mm -hmm. it's URL URL, and it it has nice implications because this URL is actually a URL of your coordinator. Mm -hmm. So it it uh, means that every participant at any point of time knows immediately who is his coordinator. So in case there is more coordinators, and for LRA, because there is no isolation, there can be more coordinators mm -hmm. which doesn't have to know mm -hmm. about each other, then uh, then you can call the right coordinator exactly when you need. Mm -hmm. And why I should call the coordinator? I mean... When you... First time you do it is when you want to start the new transaction, right? But this is not what I am doing. This is what the LRA... Client, doing, right? yeah, yeah. You, you, you need to have a client who actually knows what to do with your JAXRS endpoint uh, based on the annotation you use. So yeah. th that's that's what understands your annotations and and does some business with it. And and before before the body of your JAXRS method is invoked, uh, it will start a new transaction if it's you know requires yeah. or requires new. Yeah. And uh, and uh, requires will... or requires new from LRA, not from transactional, right? We are talking about requires yeah. new from LRA, not requires new from CDI or uh, sorry, not CDI JTA. Is JTA, what JTA yeah, JTA. yeah, yeah. The, 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 it's very similar to the JTA, uh, but there are uh, two more modes there. Mm -hmm. the, uh, you know, this standard mandatory required requires new. Uh, not supported supports and then there is never which is uh, never is also available even EGB uh, really but not in yes. JTA right JTA should be also available so I know never from EJB I used uh, JTLS because if I used uh, transaction okay. EJB but I think never should be also available yeah, go ahead okay. never I know for sure and and, and then th uh, there is a nested which oh nested is new nested is new mm -hmm. that's, th that's new because in the JTA it was like like super super complicated. So in JTA was actually not possible. So in JTA, this nested transaction was independent. Yeah, yeah. It it, it wasn't uh, it it wasn't forbidden by the spec, but it also wasn't being implemented very often. So we have to check least, it because my information. I ne never 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 saw it, but um, but my information was, is if you if you did you know uh, I um it was actually not possible. Because if you had EJB with requires new, and there was a nested with requires new, there were two independent transactions. But if you had a requires new with required, the, the, you you would run in one transaction. So yeah, there is exactly. no way. Either you got two independent transactions, or there was one. But there was mm. it was impossible to start a nested one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Th th there wasn't actually a switch on the annotation which would allow you to actually say I want to nested this one. With no, it's impossible. It was no way to do it. 
Yeah, and with LRA, it's uh, it's possible and it works. What it it's... means? What are nested transactions? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like the most compli- complicated part. Yeah, of course, of the, so of this is why LRA. I invited so, you, you know, to challenge you a bit. So if you if you create a nested transaction, it will actually create a new transaction which will uh, remember the parent transaction. Okay. Mm-hmm. For you and uh, the the nested transaction will uh, the downstream one will will be actually uh, uh, um, uh, won't actually uh, cancel the parent transaction if something goes wrong, mm-hmm. so it's kind of independent. But if the parent transaction cancels, the uh, nested transaction needs to cancel eventually too. But the nested transaction could also complete. Before the parent transaction exactly. complete, and and when the parent transaction cancels, then the nested transaction cancels even after it's completed. So it ah. gets a little more complicated, but uh, it, it has its use cases. It's it's just... uh, why it's so complicated. It's natural because uh, I mean, if the in LRA, this is natural because if the nested transaction completes, it means it, transaction happened, and then. After the fact, it still can compensate, right? Mm. Right? Yes, yes. And uh, this is the difference between the the JTA because this time the user is the one who's actually you know keeping the state of the participant. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's his call what what he needs to do. And in case of the nested transaction, he needs to actually keep the context even after he completed completed the nested transaction. He he needs to keep keep the context, you know, to remember which row yeah. in the database he committed so he can go back to it and somehow move it into the d- domain uh, state in the in which he wants to go if it gets cancelled, like the whole thing. So, you know, you, you are ordering uh, uh, some uh, travel ticket, but uh, the insurance is already ordered, but the travel ticket doesn't work out. So we want to go back and, you know, cancel the insurance or mm-hmm. those things. So uh, so you have to remember the con- uh, um, the context of this nested transaction. And then you can have another annotated method, which is called forget. And uh, mm-hmm. this will be executed when the parent transaction actually finishes. And the forget tells you, okay, you can forget the context now because the parent ah, transaction this is This is finished. almost like prepare for commit in two-phase commit, right? So because it is, it it it, it says, okay... I'm not fully done yet, and this says forget it could release all the logs, for instance. Yeah, yeah, it's like all those hooks we had, you know, for uh, before commit, after commit, and those. Why, why are you a two-phase commit expert? I didn't knew that. I, so you always were behind. Transaction? No, I, I worked in the bank for some time with HD ah, okay. two point zero, so <laughs> I remember some stuff, but but not yeah. that deeply. I, I was in lots of uh, you know um, task forces with the transactions inconsistencies and yeah this was um, I'm, I'm actually surprised that you are so into transactions which is which is cool yeah but when i was doing that i i it didn't seem that cool for me because it was already very so what i really like in two-phase commit right so there was always the xa transaction and what developers did you know uh try catch xa exception and nothing so this is great because in the xa exception actually you get all the error states which you have you have to handle if you just say you know try and catch XA exception, it means uh, by, by, by definition, your system is already inconsistent. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you will have to handle, you know, the heuristic uh, rollback, heuristic commit, uh, heuristic hazard, and all the funky stuff. So, okay, okay, this is, uh, this is interesting. This is why I actually tend not to use XA because, uh, and the next problem of XA is a similar problem to LRA. In XA, the transaction manager has to, has to be persistent. 
And if in lots of projects, they were not. So they run the transaction manager, and if it died, there was no no protocol or how to call it, no no runbook to migrate his persistence to another working server, right? And um, mm. one question to you about the URI of the transaction code. No, um, not transaction coordinator. Oh, yeah, transaction coordinator is the name in LRA. Transaction yeah. manager was in J, J, yeah, a transaction it's, coordinator. Yeah, it's I have the URI. Coordinator, it, it goes from the saga pattern, but yeah. but it's the transaction manager in the end. It's yeah, just the, 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 the transaction co- or a coordinator, the URI, is there a reason to call it uh, without uh, outside Helidon, you know, uh, Helidon calls it, but user? Is there, is there any no, reason? No, no, okay. no. You can, if, if you are some administrator and you want to take a look how many transactions are, or you want to go some statistics or monitor the stuff that's happening, or if you want to somehow, mm-hmm. you know, scale up your yeah. coordinators, for example, then, but it's not specified anywhere. So some every coordinator actually has some way how to show you how many transactions are actually in progress. Yeah, this is what I wondered. The, the transaction manager is actually not not standardized, right? No, no. And, and even even the communication between the coordinator and the uh, and the participant isn't. It's uh, only only from the side of the particip- participant, but but uh, how to call the coordinator. So the coordinator actually uh, by by the spec, the coordinator could be I don't know some peer to peer thing you know distributed over all the participants or or something like that and with this leader election stuff we already saw somewhere in the history it's also possible it's not it's not uh, in the spec so um, but everyone do, does it the same way like the first implementation they did so the Narayana kind of. Uh, walk the exactly. path with the coordinator, so so everyone else is doing that, and there is more and more coordinators out there. So and everyone is doing that the same way. So I guess it's kind of like maybe it will find a way to the spec in the end mm-hmm. because the spec, if you look out, uh, look at the the authors of the spec, it's actually the guys from the Narayana who had uh, who started this idea and uh, and uh, created the spec from the start. So uh, exactly. This is the episode, if you're interested, number 40 with Mark Little. And there's uh-huh. even uh-huh. no background about why Narayana is the name Narayana. Uh, so uh, this is what, uh-huh. yeah, episode 40 is just for your homework now. This is now, because you are transaction, you know, transaction fanboy, it, you have to hear that right now. It's, Not right it now, maybe maybe in half an hour. But uh, I heard it for sure. Maybe at that time I didn't know much about the LRA because it's 40. It's like... Yeah, yeah, this is, uh, no, yeah, 20 years if, ago. If you have... What, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. That much. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, yeah, and um, because it is Uri, I, I thought a lot, of, because, you know, the, the, in the um, episode, episode with Goran Opacic, we uh, criticized LRA because it's stateful. And uh, you had said you could scale it, but um, I think you could absolutely make it uh, or or write it in uh, in um, how to call it consistent and ha hay available way. Because if this is an URI, what you could do for for instance, you could just you know uh, ship a lambda, AWS lambda for instance, or Oracle function, and then store the entire state in a three. Done. There is no load balancer, nothing, and uh, we get you know an, an, an highly consistent, somehow performant because you know there is some some latency to S three. Uh, I would say performant transaction coordinator, which is as extreme consistent. 
period. Mm. So th this is achievable. You can do this. So you don't have to run um, multiple coordinators, or you could run multiple coordinators, but they will have to s to share the storage. And in the cloud, no, 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 you don't have to share the storage. But but if Why? they if they would share the storage, then they you know there would be no problem with the load balancer because you can pick whatever you like, this one or this one, and you will always get the same answer. So I mean, in the cloud, I will pick you know Oracle function. And and the persistent storage, I don't know what the name of the Oracle storage is, something like S3. I know Oracle even implements the S3 API. So behind S3, and then you are basically done because mm. S3 is transactional. So put and get are transactional methods. <clears throat> and you could implement uh, an a actually an, an highly available stateless, even serverless transaction coordinator. So this would work. But if you will start, you know, with Kubernetes and two nodes which start in a file system, then you have a problem. So this is this is what we what I actually you know wanted, or we briefly mentioned this in the last podcast. But now it's corrected. So I wanted to, to because I spent some time, you know, to the thinking about this. How to, this is absolutely possible. So what I know, I'm I'm uh, I'm using Quarkus a bit more. So in Quarkus case, they exactly using the Narayana. Uh, you can run the Narayana transaction coordinator in a Docker. And then Quarkus will talk to Narayana and Narayana to Quarkus. In the case of Helidon, how the infrastructure looks like. So I guess Helidon supports LRA out of the box, right? Uh, yes, we have the module which you just add to the class mm -hmm. pass and uh, then you can use all the yeah. annotations. And what is the transaction operator or, or coordinator? We, we, have, we, we have our own. Uh, mm -hmm. not, not Hel uh, we have the Helidon one, but that's meant, meant for testing. It's not like a real transaction coordinator because it doesn't actually keep the transaction log. But uh, it's, it's nice that you can actually use it directly in your test and start it. Because but this is cool. So I could use the Helidon one for development. Is it available yeah, yeah. for everyone it's, or it's just for you internally? It's it's in our repo. You can use it. We have even some samples how to use it. You can run it from from the test uh, unit test and start it up along with your app. And uh, you can test your LRA stuff, you know, without actually starting some test container. I know test containers are cool, but you know, if you can run a simple Java app with your test, it's it's just very fast. I, I actually try to avoid test containers, even they are cool, because uh, I don't like, you know, to have a highly comfortable dev environment, and mm -hmm. you know, uh, and, and uh, I hit the wall in integration of production. So I try to be as close as pro to production as only possible. So I try to use during my development the same technology as in production. So I tr don't try even, you know, to emulate too much of production stuff. So this is uh, because uh, I rather spend a little bit more time in development and I'm faster in integrating in, in production because, again, lots of ta task forces and, you know, client projects where everything worked perfectly in development but never in production, actually. So Yeah, um, I, I, yeah. I swear it worked on my computer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So exactly. I don't like to, to hear it anymore. So, But um, this will be actually a great open source project for the listeners. What they could do, you can pick your... Helidon transaction manager, add microstream to it because the microstream is already integrated with Helidon, just like an open source project or serializer, and create almost production ready transaction coordinator. Yes, that would be possible, but it's really like basic solution because we created it at the start only to, yeah. you know, for, but, for but the coolest, the TC, it already TC works, tests. you know, as a starter for, I don't know, a thesis or whatever. It is the great, po I mean, it is already working, the scaffolding is done. And I, I can see the logs, it is running, then just add persistence and I'm fun with it, right? 
Yeah, almost, almost. Why almost? <laughs> because I, well, uh, there isn't any. It's not really fault tolerant, you know. If you if you don't have that no, no, but, but this, would be, the, this would be the job of then, the listeners, you know. They shouldn't yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. That, listen that, that, to podcasts. Be, they should do something, right? So they should listen to us, and then you know, after the podcast, commit code to Helidon. Well, we we didn't want to go too far with our own coordinator. We kind of want what we want to do with it is actually change it to some more convenient testing tool. So there will be some annotation for this Helidon test we already have when you actually add the coordinator and set it up automatically. Because uh, in we have in Oracle much better coordinator already, uh, which is called MicroTX. MicroTX is a brand name, but it's a Oracle transaction transactional manager for microservices, and uh, it can do the XA, it can do the TCC, which is uh, our own uh, compensation protocol, and it can do the LRA very well. Uh, so that's the one we trying to integrate like mo- mo- most closely, and it has some some really cool features already, which would be hard to do in yeah. parallel. In and it is really hard uh, to implement that because uh, what you mentioned briefly last time, the uh, Tuxedo guys implemented that, and what yeah. I know from the Tuxedo, it was uh, it um, prior to Oracle acquisition, it was part of BA. And, it was, uh, I think it was even part of the novel, right? It's even older. It's the BA. Yeah, but I know the tuxedo <laughs> since BA days. I didn't oh. knew this novel. And at the BA days, what I know in lots of projects, tuxedo was used as a low-level transaction manager at Telco. So it was, uh, but this, I'm talking right, 2000, maybe three, four. It was already very popular. And this was C++ solution, I guess. And C, it is, uh, mm. and, and it was very fast back then. So um, if this MicroTX is based on the old code, is this really, it's, you know, it's battle-proofed? Not, it's, it's not based on the Tuxedo, but the team is the former Tuxedo team. Yeah, uh, and, and it's the it's same. Not no, if, in... if, if the team, Tuxedo team decides to rewrite it, they should rewrite it. But if this, the team is the same, you know, the experience is there. This yeah, is what yeah. Would, yeah. There, there are some original members of the taxi yeah. team, and uh, those guys know what to do with transactions. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> but still, I would say if I were a listener, you can play with LRA, add some, you know, persistence, and this could something great could happen. I mean, this is uh, how how open source is working, and nothing against having two transaction coordinators, right? One. Uh, uh, lightweight Helidon base and the other one battleproof and with XA support or whatever. So they are always, you know, open source is open source. Yeah, yeah, and 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 what I should mention is that our Oracle Micro TX coordinator is free, mm-hmm. so it's like uh, you don't pay anything and you can deploy it whenever you want. It's written in Go and it's really fast. Uh, it has a lot of additional features which none other coordinator has like the security so you can actually secure your um, your transaction with the JWT T token and uh, and it will uh, you will be sure that's that's your transaction and you are the participant who should answer it and if someone compensates it's not some hacker who's compensating but yeah, exactly. that's that's actually a good the coordinator point. which should so i think we we are the first First, first ones who have actually security baked in the array. Nobody else has it. It's not even part of the of the spec, which mm-hmm. is kind of shame. But maybe it will get there in some future version. Do you know whether MicroTX would also work with another 
uh, framework like Quarkus or Whitefly? Should uh, it should, uh, but not with those security features. Because no, no, no. But the basic stuff it should, right? Because it is yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, standardized it's... from the client perspective. So uh, the add add on features are not available, but should still work somehow, right? I, I even think they have in con configuration they have Narayana compatibility mode, which there are some oh. quirks, you know, between the rest. Uh, uh, communication and if, if you turn this on, it it acts exactly as a Nara rest endpoint would. So, uh, the coordinator. So, uh, it's uh, it should work. I didn't try it, but uh, I don't run Quarkus that much. But, <laughs> but the name is cool. It, it says Transaction Manager for Microservices Free. <laughs> if you go to Oracle, I'll put it to show notes. The free yeah. is, is part of the <laughs> of the name. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it kind of implies that there will be some, maybe some other version, right? Yeah, which is good because uh, if no one is interested in free, the next question is going to be, you know, in um, do we get support? How to get patches? So, it's, you know, if if yeah, business I, running, I, I yeah. know so much about it, I just can't say it. It's like super secret, but uh, okay, but yeah, there there will be some other. I could torture you right now and try you know, to, to get out something. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard even without the torture. Yeah, but but th there are some big plans or big plans, some big work in progress, and and uh, some other issues in the array will be uh, solved uh, by this uh, other solution. I cannot okay. tell much about, but. Let's say the most... Is the other solution maybe Java, and Java, written in Java at least? No, no, it will be still the, the okay. micro TX. So, so legacy I, I just guess nothing, that they, nothing they, modern. That there won't be the free free label next to it, but uh, but they will solve the old, all that things that everyone is asking for everywhere. It's just, I can say World which World hunger. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um <clears throat> Yes, even Halidon is mentioned and the MicroTX uh, white paper and uh, Java Express and TypeScript. Halidon or Spring Yeah, yeah they, they, mm -hmm. have, they, they have even the, they have created even the clients. So they have the client even for the LRA for the JavaScript, which is kind of cool. And uh, so in the you know, Node.js app, if you are working with it often, like, no. you can... You, you can <laughs> yeah, yeah, me neither. But, but there are some people out there who would want to you know, you, use You met LRA. someone who, who uses Node? I never met. So I, I heard know. something like this, you know, in in some other planets. But I did, I did. But those okay. were usually people who didn't know Java. So okay, exactly. So they they they, they had understandable that they JDK one zero, you know, and they didn't experience <laughs> yeah, yeah. the good goodness of JDK one one, right? Um, very good. So um, we have the uh, what we covered actually a lot. LRA is compensative transactions. Uh, you can have multiple microservices with Jaxrs endpoints. Oh, and Exactly, that's interesting. So if the microservice boots or at the first call, they have to register themselves at the coordinator, right? There is uh, like... No, uh, no. No? No, the coordinator doesn't care about the microservices. It cares about the participants. So th there can be some completely new participant joining the transaction out of nowhere and uh, and the coordinator will just enroll it. It's, it doesn't ah, okay. really care because it, I it, saw in the in the UML in the how it works is was like at uh, at participant there there is a dedicated method which adds the uh, participant and maybe it is just yeah and this may be just calling you know the uh, okay so the, what yeah, it means it, is it, that it, the 
coordinator doesn't know the participants. This is what you are saying. Yeah, yeah, he he knows them uh, in time when they join the transaction. So there is a join call. It's a normal REST call. Yeah. And w w with this join, he, he gets the uh, LRA ID, which yeah. the participant wants to join. And then he gets uh, the URLs to all the compensation endpoints. So if there is the uh, com uh, complete, if there is cancel endpoint, so he gets the the whole URL to actually access it. And even if it's, uh, it doesn't matter if it's behind the, the participant is behind the load balancer because in the end it doesn't really matter which which from the load balance microservices will be called because one of them will call, will yeah you know. It just needs to be done once, you know. So yeah. Uh, so, so it's not about it's not the participant isn't one micro uh, or one pod. The the, mm, the participant is actually one run through some JaxRS endpoint in some okay. service. So make make it more concrete. So we are building two headed on microservices. One is sending email to. Uh, uh, they are sending two different emails. Right, regardless which I don't know, buyer seller doesn't doesn't matter. Buyer and seller, two buyer and seller microservices. One is sending just emails to buyer and the other to seller, and we would like to send both emails. And if one doesn't work, compensate both. So there are just so so we have two microservices, two jars, two headed on jars. They are running. Forget Docker, just Java manuals, jar headed on, and uh, it, it it boots. And uh, then uh, we have a, one JaxRS class, which annotations. Now mm. is your turn. So we have uh, one uh, one uh, path annotation messages, and then we need some, you know, LRA compensate or whatever. So which what is the least amount of annotations to implement this use case? Well, well uh, you can uh, the, the least amount you can have even the not not JAXRS compensation methods. So we can say no. Some we, I would like there. to have JAXRS. <laughs> I would like to yeah, have okay. JAXRS. Okay, so so uh, you you have this JaxRS endpoint which you will execute and it will actually send the first email and after it sends the first email, uh, it uh, it will uh, call the other service which sends the second email, right? The the, the other JaxRS endpoint, and uh, it will be just yeah. annotated with uh, requires new and the other one will be uh, annotated, uh, I guess, with mandatory would be best. So yeah. it cannot be without the transaction, or it can just support it. And uh, the other one will send the second email, and both of them will have the uh, 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 compensate uh, compensate mm -hmm. annotated JaxRS methods, and uh, those will be executed in case uh, one of one of them fails. But if the first one fails before it actually calls the second one, the second one won't be, won't happen to be participant. So mm -hmm. if the first one uh, fail the uh, compensation email, you know the, the apology for the first email will be delivered only the, to the first uh, to the first Which makes recipient. Sense. Yeah. So like optimization, yeah, yeah. You you, you can you, you can do, do it a little more asynchronously, and then then you can yeah. send it to both or something. <laughs> okay, then um, we we would like to have you know there are still two to um, email services and, and, and in front of the email services like the there is an order service and the order service uses per JAX or ST two other services then there would be the case for nested transactions right so we would have two nested emails and one order service which is the big transaction and the big transaction calls the nested transactions right this would be the case mm. right so we now we constructed a case so we have one order service which calls the 
buyer messenger service and a seller messenger service. Mm -hmm. So it, it means then buyer and seller are both requires new. And the uh, order service in front, or they are nested, and the order service in front, they have one order which does something with database, whatever, we don't care about that, but it calls then send to buyer, send notify buyer, notify seller, and uh, buyer and seller would be, could be nested transactions, right? Mm. Yeah, it's a be. question to you. And and uh, if it, it will be... Like you know, the whole order, if it's completed right, yeah. you know, uh, mm -hmm. the, it will just complete, and the nested transaction will be like auto autonomous. It will, it yeah. will just complete or not, and if not, there will compensate only, uh, only self, and uh, if the parent transaction, the order one, uh, yeah. um, at the end fails and uh, uh, it needs to compensate, it will compensate those email sending services even though they have already confirmed the complete, uh, successful completion so so how, the how it should be right because i'm 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 ordering something there uh, i'm 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 assuming is going well so the, the the first one gets notification the second one and then something broke not in oracle database cannot happen but a different database right uh, we didn't use oracle database we use something which doesn't work so we call the other database and it broke And then uh, we got exception, so the uh, the the, uh, the order service just rolls back everything, and uh, then also the nested transactions are already completed. They are compensated after the fact. And, and yeah, but because they are nested transactions, they need to keep the context and and be aware that something above them can go wrong. So even if they're completed, there needs to keep the context somewhere in the database. You will have this record with the LRA context. You know, it was ah, this, okay. this so LRA ID, and uh, and uh, and it's <coughs> uh, the order is still not uh, not uh, confirmed. And if if the order con uh, finishes successfully, it will call forget, and you can remove this from the database. Okay. Anywhere. So it means this is my job to keep the context. Yeah, yeah. You you are the one who keeps the context. Not okay. the. It's not anymore. Uh, on the back of these transactions to actually get everything back to order, it's it's a programmer who needs to know wh where he wants to get if something goes wrong. Yeah, it makes it makes sense. So it means uh, if I'm sending the message, I would have uh, like a small state uh, state transition. So a table which says, okay, uh, order confirmed. This is the ID and the transaction ID, and then if it's compensated, I get the transaction ID from outside. I would have to look it up. Say yeah. you know, find by. Uh, workflow ID or or process ID, whatever. I could actually reuse the ID in my in my business. I say, okay, this is the workflow identifier, whatever, and then look it up, you know, uh, and then uh, say, uh, my apologies, uh, something go wrong, and send the compensated compensate compensative email, right? Yes, and it it sounds like really like like the LRA is really simple, but then just imagine. If something goes wrong in in those, you know, uh, complete, uh, if the coordinator calls the complete method and that complete method fails to actually insert something to the database, you know, yeah. or there, there is some network issue. And that's network issue is the best one. What happens if the you know the order service calls the mail service and nothing happens? So there is a timeout. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. If there's, a, if it's error, like you know, you are calling from your business method some other one, uh, it's it's like any other error. It's just you, you just compensate. But the problem is if there is a network issue between the coordinator and and the participant actually when when yeah. he tries to call the compensate method, and for that there is really complicated mechanism how he, how the coordinator is trying to. Finish the work. Yeah, okay. So, then I explain it now. In, 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 so, in, in, so you you are the developer and you are keeping the context of the transaction. Yeah. You know that you 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 uh, if you get the uh, complete, uh, you you start the compensation. You have some state somewhere. It's it's on you how how you will keep it. And um, if if you respond with 200, the coordinator knows that you have completed it successfully. Yeah. But if you respond with 500 or with timeout with something, coordinator doesn't know how far did you get in that uh, compensation. So uh, uh, there is another end point you can have on your participant. If you know there can be issues like that, you can have a uh, uh, it's state status. or status status. status. And uh, this status is being called by the coordinator, and that's where the coordinator is asking, uh, "Well, did it went well? How, how it ended?" And, and he tries that call like it, it's it's not defined by the spec, but the TCKs are very harsh about it. So the coordinator is trying to call it uh, with some with some jittering and retries and everything. So 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 he's really trying to get know what's happening in that uh, on that participant. Uh, before he gives up, and uh, and uh, with this state you can say, okay, I am in the middle. I am still processing. It can take like five minutes, you know. So so you don't mm-hmm. want to keep your uh, co- compensation endpoints, you know, keep keep the uh, coordinator waiting. So you can respond that I am still in progress, and uh, the coordinator will call in a, in a while and ask, are you done? Can, mm-hmm. can we close this transaction? And no, 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 I'm still in the progress. Or it went uh, it went wrong, you know, cancel it or or anything. So so it's it's really complicated process how you can actually uh, communicate with your. But this is not complicated. This is better. The problem is uh, before that there was XA, and in XA yeah, there yeah. was no back channel. So the transaction management manager had to assume what to do, and it said, okay, it looks like you know it is not consistent. So I'm rolling back. This was the heuristic stuff, and yeah, with yeah. that that there is no heuristic needed because. You can call the status. The problem, of course, is what happens if the status doesn't answer, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it, this it is uh, this becomes interesting, but um, we we are back to the cup theorem, right? So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's again there is there is broken network and all the other stuff is just going to help because <laughs> yeah, of that. yeah. I would say the the only you know it should be more popular than it is actually this LRA, and the I I I, I think it's it's getting a slow. Slowly traction because you know the alternatives for the saga pattern are very complicated. There is this axon framework likes and those things. The mm-hmm. uh, event eventuate is, is called yeah, the yeah. other one. But, but, but I don't think any of them is actually using the because the saga pattern can be used with the uh, mm-hmm. coordinating uh, approach. And there is the other uh, uh, this event uh, event based approach, which which is. Uh, uh, very hard to grasp, and I think this this, this way is is uh, much easier to comprehend for for the programmer actually to to take on. When I want to explain someone to LRA, like uh, I think the best explanation is it's really glorified fault tolerance. You, you have distributed fault tolerance, which is very uh, yeah. well 
thinked through and you basically, that, that's it. There is no other magic into it. it. You have a really good fault, distributed fault tolerance. Yeah, and fault tolerance means micro-profile fault tolerance, like fallback method, right? It's something yeah, goes yeah, for, yeah, exactly. You, so you for, maybe for the, the listeners, uh, there is a fallback, uh, fallback annotation where you, can, where you can specify another method. And what you can say is retry or whatever. You can say retry three times and after three times, uh, call the other method. And uh, the idea would be you are uh, calling uh, an external service, and if the external service is not available, you can uh, return, you know, an, an ex ex excuse message or whatever, or you can re return something from the cache, so you can, you know, update the uh, fetch from from external resource, then put to cache or whatever. There's all combinations are possible, and this is what you are referring to: is the re retry and fallback annotations. Exactly, but this is distributed, so it's not on one instance, yeah. but you can have it in your whole cluster and. <laughs> I think what should be specified is the coordinator. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. It's even kind of like weird because the LRA ID is actually the URL. So you, you can actually see that that it's all getting there. Yeah. It's, it's just the, the spec is ending in the part where, where you should talk further about the coordinator. Because if the coordinator is crap, you know, everything is won't work. This is the, this is the central piece and uh, it should be replaceable. It should be at least, you know, uh, you can use MicroTeaks or you can use Narayana or whatever. And um, yeah, it should just work out of the box. But uh, actually, really, really interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. I even saw that there is some, uh, there is more coordinators out there. So I, yesterday I saw on GitHub some, some project that some guys started to write the coordinator, uh, which also uses this Narayana-like approach. And... Uh, I, I don't know what, what the language... It was closure or something like that. So so I didn't understand the thinking. Yeah, there, they should pick this use scaffolding from Helidon, you know, and, and provide some... So we need one pure Java high-performance coordinator. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, to run it in the native image and... Uh, yeah, whatever, right? So, I mean... <laughs> no, this is always nice, you know, because you, you could... Um, if this is uh, Java, you know, you, you know how to run it. Maybe this is JMX or whatever. So this is the entire... You, you can run as Helidon. If this is a an, 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 an native process, even you, you have to operate it, right? So, and if you operate Java yeah, process, that, it is that's easier. Basically, mm -hmm. That's basically why, why we created this uh, half-baked coordinator in Helidon. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's been from start... What is the name of, of the half... Is the name half-baked coordinator? No. <laughs> should, should be. <laughs> what is the name? Yeah, it's, it's Helidon experimental coordinator or something like that uh -huh. i put it to the show notes but this interests me more uh yeah i i found cat's block with a nice woman yeah yeah it's on cat's block there is one article only there and i've got again i've got a lot of them you have beautiful the pictures on your block so you have uh, some style here helidon niana lra micro running huh you should send me the the link. I will put it to the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Experimental Helidon LRA coordinator, but there is no link. There is only only. Yeah, I think it's uh, there is a sh short snippet which uh, deploys in, in Docker and the Docker file it's downloaded from GitHub, right? Mm -hmm. Or something okay. like that. But it's I think really this, this will be really a good actually exercise for someone just to pick that and make it a little bit more production yeah there, there's it's only only the there is only the uh, service there and uh, and very yeah, very basic logic in it it's it's because when we have been writing the tck test we have exactly that problem that we wanted to have a coordinator which you can run easily mm -hmm. on the java and we don't have to run any sidecars for for running on the pipeline yeah, exactly. so 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 we 
uh, put it together and th then we find found out that even if you are trying some uh, uh, DLRA locally uh, it's it's really nice to have something which you don't have to start uh, in some complicated manner yeah and you could even debug you know if you have a source code you can yeah, set yeah, a yeah, breakpoint and, and block if it. it's run if it's run in the same JVM you can you can go with the de debugger like jump from the participant and back yeah, exactly. to the coordinator. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it, it's, it, it's not... I did it often and it's not that nice as it sounds. <laughs> because the, the uh, in case of those retries and status calls and everything, the, the ping-pong between the participant and the coordinator can get... Yeah, really but you have you know, conditional breakpoint whatever. It's still helpful if you can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, is, it is. Cool. True. Perfect. So we covered in under one hour a lot. Have we missed something? Which was important. Uh, well, we talked about the load balancing coordinators last time, right? Mm -hmm. It's I did some experiments with it. It works. We have we have even integration tests for that now. So with the Helidon uh, half baked coordinator, we are doing uh, some simplistic load balancing, and it works nicely. So even if it, with the nested transaction, it's kind of nice because uh, we we built our participant. Uh, client library the way that it actually takes the coordinator url from the parents lra id so so you always work with the coordinator with, with which the parent transaction started with and mm -hmm. uh, all the joins and every other calls are made against that one particular coordinator so if you want to scale them you can even you can scale even the nara nara i think you would need some proxy server for that because they are Using the origin, yeah, from but the you call. say you you say uh, no scaling. The, the problem they have is, I assume, that every transaction coordinator m maintains, you know, the storage inside, so they are independent. Because if yeah. they know if they would write it to a central storage database or whatever, you could you could just you know pick whatever coordinator you like. There will be different URIs, but you will always re retrieve the same answer. But of course, yes, if yes, I'm you know yes. storing let let's say the transaction log in my Docker image then I have a problem because every coordinator is unique and doesn't know about the other one, right? The... Yes, but you would be just moving the... Uh, uh, how it's called? The... Uh, problem and storage. Uh, if you have in, in a chain the... Uh, the weakest uh, part. The weakest part, yeah, exactly. You are just moving it a little further, you know? If, if you, you can have... You, you can have externalized... The, the... Yeah, yeah, but if you're in the cloud, let's say, right? The, 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 the persistence has to be durable. Because if this doesn't work, nothing will work. This is the good part. Mm. So um, if the Oracle storage or a Swiss storage or blob storage on Asia, if this doesn't work, you can go home because backup and databases, nothing will work. So if you if the transactions coordinators are using this storage and, and storing you know, the state there, problem solved. You only have yeah, a problem if you try to maintain store by yourself, which is really important on premise. But in the cloud, it's not very wise to do, do so because your storage will be always worse than the real, you know, um, object storage from the cloud. Or the Oracle database. Oracle Cloud, OCI, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, I would say uh, the S3 storage from Oracle. I have to look it up. OCI S3, I give you the name. It's, it's not the S3. It's, it uh, is. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, Amazon S3 Compatibility API. And it is oh, called... Really? Yeah. If you search for it, so this is uh, no kidding. This is the official name. But it's the OCI object store behind it, right? It's just, yeah. Uh, it is as differences yeah. between the object storage API and the Amazon S3 compatibility API, and in Oracle the name is object storage. So um, and S3 is an object storage. So if you are on OCI, 
and you will store the state of the transaction manager to object storage, which hopefully is transactional as well, um, then you don't have the problem. Yeah, I, I am r really careful with those names now because it's it's like it's it's really uh, cool thing nowadays that all those clouds are interconnected, right? Mm -hmm. So you can now uh, start uh, the services from the uh, from the Azure. You can start the Oracle database in the OCI and use it, you know, through this interconnect. And from the OCI, you can start Amazon services and you use them through the interconnect. So no, no. I but what, what I'm saying is the, the object storage in in your OCI cloud is the base storage which everything is based. If you're running Oracle database, I'm pretty sure yeah, that yeah, if you do yeah, backup, it as the backup will go to object storage. It, the same as three. This is, you know, the basics. So if I use the transaction code, MicroTX, let's say, and this would write to object storage from Oracle Cloud, then this is basically stateless. You're right. I'm moving, yeah, yeah. you know, their problem somewhere else. But if if object storage fails in the cloud, I mean, there is no cloud because you yeah, know, the entire... This, yeah. for, for the transaction log, you need to have a safe place to save yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. This is what I mentioned. And if you, if you would, if you, someone, the listeners, if they have time, you know, modify your experimental... LRA to store in object storage, then we have a really reliable LRA manager. Would be actually a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, or in, you, yeah, yeah. I'm more excited than you, which is remarkable. Uh, which, which? Uh, what is remarkable? I would say I'm more excited than you. You are st still skeptical, and I say uh, actually, no, it's just so much work we have in Halidon right now. With now my, uh, our right listeners, now. they have plenty of time. You know, all the uh -huh. podcast listeners, they have time to listen to the podcast. So the next time they don't have to listen to the podcast, they can hack some code, right? Yeah, actually, it works because uh, after the last time we talked together, there was some guy who actually uh, wrote on Twitter that that he's available to help with the integration with the Amazon uh, uh, Lambda integration. So, so, so I, I, I don't know the name right now, but I, I was kind of surprised. Okay, that's that's cool. <laughs> the people actually... Yeah, then, then you have picked, you know, the, the, the resources and integrate him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are we are always open to the uh, to the pull request. There's lots of we have now a lot of uh, external contributors in Halidon. So uh, and uh, it's yes we are Oracle, but it's really easy to uh, to work on the open yeah. source projects. You are nicer are. looking Oracle. If you go to the Halidon page, it looks nicer than the Oracle page. So that's yeah, yeah, good. we we now moved moved into the different GitHub organizations. So it's now Halidon. IO, I think, and uh, it's not Oracle anymore because uh, we want to express that we are really uh, open source. It's it, it yeah. doesn't mean that if we are the employees of the Oracle, it doesn't mean that uh, that uh, the Halidon isn't open source. It is exactly cool. Where people can find you on the internet? I, I've got this D Daniel Key EC uh, handle mm -hmm. everywhere. So uh, I've got different on the Mastodon now. I have. I have, oh. like everyone else, I have created a Mastodon handle lately, uh, but I, I'm not still used to it. But uh, I'm on this. Uh, it's just uh, KEC, and it's on Mastodon.social. I think it's a lot okay. of the servers out there. So okay, cool. So um, yeah, Daniel Kitts, and if you uh, uh, if you if you search for LRA and Helidon, people will find your blog. 
which is really great. So cool, good. cool. I am actually working on a new article about the uh, micro TX integration, which how it works together nicely, and uh, nice. Even the example on the uh, GitHub will, will yeah. use it. Extensively. And what's the progress about Helidon Nima? Is your already micro profile supported or not yet? Uh, uh, we have it works. <laughs> okay, but we are still working on it to be uh, to be best possible. Yeah. Solution. So it, it, it works is great. And we have we have nice nice uh, numbers, and I don't know about any deadline, but uh, but, but we, are we could get forward. something. Quickly, a little bit on for Christmas, right? So twenty. Yeah, and we, we have a lot of people who are actually trying out the alpha releases and playing with them. So so and trying them with the native image and everything. It's it's really cool that that people are really interested in the virtual threads. And much more. We have been on the on the Geekon in Prague. Yeah. We've been presenting about it. There was a lot of people interested there. And uh, and after that, a lot of people uh, have been creating uh, an issues that uh, you, you know this doesn't work in the native mm -hmm. image on Windows and those things. I was like, okay, oh, someone is running the NEMA uh, in native image on Windows. <laughs> That's new. So so it was kind of nice that that the community is very interested in the virtual threads. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Yeah, it's just a four alpha one right now. So you can. Just... I think we have alpha two already. And page. Yeah. Okay. If if I'm not mistaken, and and we are now we, we will. Definitely release some Alpha 3. Maybe. It was nice to talk to you again. So I didn't knew that you are so into transactions. So it was really uh, a really interesting conversation with you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It was great. Bye. Bye.